Hey, Jason Fladlin, I want you to imagine a scenario where you're facing an audience. You have 10,000 plus people register for a presentation that you're about to do online. At the end of this presentation, you're selling a product that is $2,997. So you kick it off. The webinar that you're doing starts at 4 p.m. your time. Boom, you're ready to go. 4 p.m. rolls around. You hit go live. You don't know how many people show up. And you find out at about uh, only 1,200 of the 10,000 or so people show up. But 1,200 people, that's a lot of souls that maybe we can do something with. And through the next four and a half hours, specifically four hours and 34 minutes, you serve your heart out to that audience. And when you hit the end webinar button and it's over with, somebody tells you, hey, man, we just sold 192 spots at $2,997. That's a lot of money. And it was done in the span of four and a half hours collected. Well, on this video, I'm gonna break down because I just recently did a, a presentation um, a few days ago. This just happened recently, it's fresh in my mind. So I wanna break down some of the key lessons here for you today. So hopefully one day you do even bigger and better numbers than what i just did on this webinar that i just performed the three things that we're going to talk about here today really or the focus of the takeaways if you will are how success is a progression of smaller wins that magnify over a period of time because what i just sold to you uh was the end result like hey four and a half hours 192 spots at 2997 dollars but there was years of things that occurred prior to that smaller wins that led to bigger wins that led to bigger wins to led to bigger wins so i'm going to contextualize what winning looks like for you here today because i think many of you are comparing yourself to a front stage without seeing the proper backstage so we're going to look at some of the backstage uh, we're going to find ways to win in ways in which we can win more but not lose either that's really important I'm gonna to talk to you about some market trends that I am observing that I think are categorically changing the way digital marketing is done online. And I think a lot of people are gonna get caught unaware of these. The rugs are gonna get pulled out of their feet two or three years later, they're gonna wake up one day and say, hey, where are all the milkmen? <laughs> Not literally, uh, but figuratively, it is an example of all these milkmen who thought you know, their businesses were safe and then one day they were obsoleted. So we're gonna talk about some of those trends that are happening so maybe you can channel or tap into them sooner. I see a lot of old successful gurus uh, be temporary meaning that they were hot for a period of time and then they lost their edge because they got comfortable. Just like a frog gets comfortable as the water slowly churns up. And lastly, I want to lay out for you some lessons on how you can do this without killing yourself, without sacrificing your health, without that Sigma grind set, whatever they call it these days, uh, where you can make money in your sleep, but you don't sleep, so you don't make any money because you're too busy working all the damn day. I'm gonna show you how to do this in a way that doesn't kill you, right? So background to this product that we are promoting on this webinar. Funny thing is, is I knew about this product seven years prior, but refused to take a look at it. I ignored it. Um, I was in a position in 2015, believe it or not, man, that seems like a lifetime ago, where we were really successful in that area that this product was in. So the topic of this product, it was in a pretty major uh, segment of online marketing. And we had proven ourselves to the market that we were experts in that topic and we could sell a lot of product on that topic. So if you ever hit that, and I hope you do hit that, that position where you become known, 
for some sort of result or achievement or some sort of capability. Because now you flip the dynamics. Instead of you going out and hunting for opportunities, opportunities come hunting for you. Now, interestingly enough, when you do get in that favorable position where opportunity seeks you more than you seek it, uh, many good opportunities can fall through your fingertips if you don't have filters. So in this particular case, uh, the success created more demand, which gave us less time to look at opportunities. And we had to judge opp opportunities superficially. And that's dangerous because what I've discovered is the best things to sell and the best things to help people with in terms of empowering them, if they're looking to do X and you have the answer to help them do X, they're almost never the superficial things. They're almost never the, the easily most digestible things. See, the, the easiest, most digestible things that you can offer out there, they're good, but they'll never be world-class. They will never be great. They will never change industries. They will never break records. And so you, if you're modeling like what YouTubers are doing, um, you'll do good if you model what some of the best ones are doing. But if you go deeper and saying, what aren't they doing that they should be doing? That's where the opportunity is just to set new standards. And that's where you exponentialize results. One of the reasons we promoted this product is because the creators would not quit. They, they Everything they could do to get in front of us, they would continue to do. Uh, so they would call friends. Uh, like one of them was in a mastermind with Jeff Walker. Jeff Walker is one of my favorite people in this whole online business. He's the inventor of the product launch formula. And they're like, oh, he'll, he'll listen to Jeff. He'll, at least he'll return Jeff's call. So they had Jeff reach out to me and talk to me to introduce me to them. It didn't work, by the way. I mean, I love Jeff, but I was like, okay, maybe I'll take a look at it. But I still didn't take a look at it. And so years passed by, but they wouldn't quit. And that is, a, that is a wonderful sign, regardless of what side of the equation you're on. If you have something truly world-class that you know is out there that could change people's lives, and you have gatekeepers, people that are market makers or people that have access to the, to the large numbers of people that you can serve, just don't quit. Keep working them. Keep working them. Keep wearing them down. Keep putting things in front of them. Because almost everybody quits. They, they try it once or twice or three times and then they give up. So, so these guys were doing it in a fun and engaging and in a non-threatening way, but they were persistent and they were willing to take any chance that they get. So when we finally looked at it, I felt really bad because I knew I was making the same mistake that their customers or potential customers were making. I was writing them off too easily and too quickly based upon the promise that they were making to the market. So I knew that that was a huge opportunity. We got to change the appeal in which we interact and engage with the market, at least the initial appeal. The initial mode of communication can't be what they're saying because like me, other people will write it off. Simply put, the, the conclusion of their product was so easy to do and so simple to follow that people said it can't be good. It has to be more complicated than that. It can't be that because that doesn't fit into my schema. Success can't look like that. This is an issue that people have in any area of communication when we want to truly take a world-class offer. So the world-class offer will, will dive into something that isn't obvious. But then if you come out with the punchline and you don't set it up saying, this is the obvious conclusion, you will be immediately written off. So you have a superior solution and you will have an inferior ability to market it. You will lose to mediocrity in the marketplace. So it pinged on me. I said, okay, we have to, we have to present it without the conclusion up front. The conclusion has to be way down the line.
<laughs> before they even get to the conclusion. There's got to be tons of setup involved before we reveal the aha moment, the insight. And so when we saw that, I saw the opportunity there. So the first way that we engaged with this offer is through an affiliate promotion. So we were the affiliates. So we would, we would promote their products and we would get a cut of the sales. Now, something we've done at Rapid Crush that truly I was a pioneer in that I've, to this day, nobody tends to do this. A uh, few people do this, but we've really made it the thing. And all of our biggest successes have been centered around this concept. If I'm gonna promote a product that I think is, is absolutely a potential game changer, and especially if the product is flawed right now in the way it's being marketed. What I've done a few times before in my career that people still don't quite understand is I write my own webinar and I don't even have the vendor, the creator of the product show up and they don't even necessarily know we're promoting it. We just come with a lot of sales. And so I threw out all of their marketing materials. I sat down and I wrote a presentation from scratch as a third party affiliate, properly disclosed, of course, that said, I think you should buy this product at the end of the promotion. And if you buy this product, you'll get all these bonuses for me for free. So I tried a different appeal than the obvious appeal that they and all their affiliates had tried prior to that. And guess what? It worked really well. Doesn't always work really well. Um, I maybe half the time I nail it and I'm supposedly the best in the world at this in terms of doing webinars, but I'm okay with trying something out, seeing what happens. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We move on to the next thing or we rejigger it and we try it again. But in this particular case, this thing nailed it. And this was like 2019 ish, I believe. I don't remember the exact dates. I'm really bad with dates. Um, so there was huge opportunity here. So then we talked to the vendor more specifically and we started working with them a little bit more closely. We tried to get certain things from them, certain perks for them. Can you de deliver this? Can you create this? What if we did this? What are we not knowing that you know that if we knew could enhance what we're doing over here? What are some of the things that you tried in the past that failed that nobody would know about that I would like to know about? I wanna intimately understand your success stories better than anybody else on the planet except for you, that kind of stuff. And so we were able to start an open line of communication where we can be more collaborative. Uh, along the way, what we discovered, and so this is another huge aha moment here, was they essentially had a formula that the end user who bought their product could apply. And it was a manual process. And so they would say, okay, here's an opportunity. If it's green, then I should, I should pursue it. If it's red, I should not pursue it. I'm speaking in generalities here, just to prove the point here. And they would have to crunch in like four pieces of information. And if it looked good, I, I could pursue the opportunity. So this whole thing would take about two to five minutes per opportunity, um, one at a time. And, and it was subject to some human error. We were able to, to create a, an in-browser app so you could, uh, analyze any opportunity at a click of a button. And instead of doing them one at a time, you could analyze 20, 30, or 40 at a time with a click of a button. So boom, you click one button, it would crunch the numbers. It would do it better than a human could do it because we trained the rule set uh, and then you could get an output. And so you could move forward with opportunities that this particular product uh, was helping you uncover much more efficiently, much quicker, and probably with more accuracy too, at least until you became an expert in that area. Now, here's what's great about this. We don't know anything about building an app, um, one of those browser extension things. So we had a third-party company build it for us. So we went to a third-party company and we said, we want you to create this app and we want it to be an exclusivity just for people who buy it through us. 
to use this and we want to be able to give it away for free. And we were able to negotiate that deal. And again, you always got to frame it to their benefit. We go to this third party software and we say, hey, listen, if we do this right, here's how we believe that this will help you sell more of your software. And so in this particular case, we made that deal happen. So they went out and they developed an app from scratch, a component of an existing app from scratch. So there was actual hard cost on their end, but they knew that if we delivered them lots of customers, that they would more than make up for that in sales. And it was free advertising and branding. So think about it now, I'm, I'm having 10,000 plus people register for a webinar. And if any of them see the offer, they're gonna see that third party company. And so we were able to make that deal happen. I want you to think of a scenario where you can be that toll booth. If you think about it, that's what Google is. They say, we have searchers over here and we have advertisers over here. How do we connect the two? That's what Facebook does. Amazon does the same thing. We have sellers over here, third-party sellers. We have buyers over there. How do we connect the two? That toll booth position is one of the most effective positions you can be in. So initially I tested it without going through that whole rigmarole. And then when it netted out that this is really good, this was the next step that we moved forward in the process to have this commission, which then changed the presentation. The presentation then become, you know, let me show you how to do it manually. And if you invest, you get this free exclusive tool that will allow you to do that automatically when you go through with this opportunity over here. Now, an interesting thing happens. An interesting thing is our offer starts to become so in, enhancing from the affiliate side. You buy their product, you get our stuff for free. That other affiliates are like, man, I kind of want to promote your stuff, Jason even though you're an affiliate, even though you're my so-called competition, because I see what you're doing to the customer. I certainly can't compete with that anymore. I don't want to compete with that. Is there a way we can do business together? And so we went to that vendor and we said, hey, listen, is there a way to make a deal here where we can just give every customer who buys the next time you open this product up, this whole suite of bonuses that we have here? And pretty soon we worked out a deal where we could just be their marketing partner. So everybody would see my presentation and everybody would get access to our bonuses. One thing though I noticed is on this particular promotion is the amount of traffic from TikTok was absurdly high. Now, one of the reasons this may take the data set a little bit here is uh, uh, we're gonna publish this product here, depending on when you watch this video, it might be out, is one of our top affiliates historically for some of the offers that we publish out there has been doing awesome on TikTok. You totally revolutionized my viewpoint on TikTok that yeah, there are buyers on TikTok and there are some serious buyers on TikTok and they are looking for business advice or other types of products on TikTok and they will pay attention even though they're watching 60 second videos over here, they'll go on four hour webinars over there. Now as an, as an exclusive marketing partner for this vendor, we brought an additional benefit uh, where we have uh, some sort of internal processes that are proprietary to enhance tracking for affiliates. Cause our viewpoint is we wanna pay everybody as much money as possible to the point, you know, the more people we can help success be successful, the rising tide that floats all boats, makes them whatever, uh, lifts all boats. We wanna do that, that's what we're about. And so when you can develop additional strategic components to what you do, the more value you have, even if it's not directly relatable to a certain offer, the more you have in your toolkit, the more you can make deals like this happen and trade your way up and trade your way up and trade your way up. And so we just noticed now we're gonna shift more focus on tracking because more traffic is coming from places like TikTok. Uh, the other thing I want to really highlight here is the way I've been selling lately that I think has been working better based on the conditions of the current market uh, is through the constraint. So less on the outcome and more on the limitation that currently exists in the prospect's life. 
And with this webinar, that's what we did. That was the setup for the payoff. Before we got to that revealing that simplicity or the way I framed it on the webinar, as I said, you know, Michelangelo saw a slab of marble and didn't say, what can I add to it? He says, what do we need to remove? And what was left was the statue of David. And so that's what I'm noticing here is it is we're removing these constraints or, or eliminating the friction up front before revealing the ultimate form of simplicity where nothing more can be subtracted or removed. And so a lot of this webinar was along the issues that the prospect is facing today, the challenges in them and what the solutions could look like. And then all of those things coalescing at the end to the solution that I had found wasn't ours, right? But it's the one that we were promoting. And then a majority of the webinar, it was only an hour and a half of, of the formal presentation, but it was three hours of unpacking is it really this easy? Uh, how could it fail? <laughs> what would happen if I'm in this position and working with customers to understand that? Uh, one last thing I will leave you with here is we have now been able to roll this campaign out. This is the third time we've done this. We do this typically semi-annually twice a year, and we're not trying to optimize it further at this point, not the webinar itself. The webinar is essentially the same, and we're not trying to turn it into evergreen or do any of this kind of stuff. We just know twice a year, if we if we roll out this style of marketing, we can take up all the pent up demand in the marketplace. We'll leave some money on the table, uh, but we don't have to sit around all day and night bumping our head under the table looking for extra money. Did it fall through the cracks? Did it do this? Did it do that? And so it runs pretty smooth and pretty quickly. So that frees us up to look for more deals and more opportunities like this. So instead of trying to squeeze out a point or two here or three or four out here, we're trying to templatize this and move it further. And so once you get something that's a winner like this, the tendency is one to go deeper into it. I believe it's better to go wider with it. How do we replicate this? So we can do two in the span of time that it does one. So building up that pent up to demand over the year and then cashing in on it every so often makes sense. It's easier for everybody involved, which makes it more enjoyable to do it. And in an enjoyable state, I tend to produce more. And so I think that's as important for you to consider as well. As you say, this is pretty good. Let's keep running it like this. We can make some minor adjustments, but then let's look at more on a strategic level, how we do more of what we just did. Bottom line is this, you got to get an edge in this business. But once you got that edge, continually try to trade it up, continually try to expand it. Always lead with value. The webinar that we designed for this particular thing that closed so well, and that's just point of sale on the webinar. Who knows what the campaign will end at? Typically, the campaign ends up significantly higher than the initial webinar. The initial webinar is just usually an indicator of the possibility of what the campaign will really be able to do. So jury's out. I don't know how much we'll end up with, uh, but we lead with value. Essentially, the webinar ends up being here's the path on how to do X. You can do it alone, and here's the advantages of doing it alone, but here's the disadvantage. You could do it with us, here's the advantage of doing it with us, and here's the disadvantages. Let me help you decide which best for you in your current situation. And I love models, because again, it attracts partners this way. It allows you to get that fame and that acknowledgement of who you are as an individual, because regardless of whether the sale gets made or not, if the value is there, people want to come back and hear more for you so you can improve the value over time too in the communication and the offer and everything else. Um, but it, finding a way to, no matter if they say yes or no to your offer, to feel enhanced and empowered as individuals. Always try to seek out marketing that does that. And I think you'll eventually be able to put yourself in a position to do everything I just described today way easier. And finally, keep it simple. Keep it simple. 
So this isn't something now that we got it to the point that works really well that we're like, well, let's quadruple it. Now let's do another one like that. And let's continue to stay true to what's where we can put the least amount of effort in to have the most amount of impact in people's life. And as a result, make the most amount of money. So there you go. Hopefully this was helpful to you. Let me know in the comment section. I'll see you on the next video.